Let's just get back down to the nitty gritty and talk all things anxiety. Welcome to the Anxious Therapist Podcast. My name is Jacqueline and I am your host. I'm a full-time mental health therapist, online anxiety coach, and founder of Team Therapeutic Fitness. I am here to bring you raw, real, relatable content to remind you we are never alone. And today's episode is no different. You probably found this podcast because you struggle with anxiety. And so we are going to talk about all things anxiety today, the burning questions you're having, why is this happening to me, and what can I do about it? Are you ready? Let's do this. Maybe you were diagnosed with an anxiety disorder at a young age. Maybe you've never been diagnosed Or maybe you're like me, you went 25 years of your life before even considering, hey, something's off. This doesn't feel right. I don't think this is how it's supposed to be, (laughs) okay? I was sitting in a class in my grad school program learning about anxiety disorders before I had a fucking clue. I was like, wait, this sounds a lot like me. Holy fuck. Other people don't think like this. Like, this is abnormal. This is not, (laughs) you know, the average person doesn't deal with all of these what if thoughts and spouts of irritability and constant overthinking and racing thoughts. I I, I just couldn't wrap my head around it. And so it wasn't until a few years later that I even decided, you know, I was like, "I, I, I have that, but I'm a therapist. I should be able to deal with it. Uh, turns out that's not how it works. (laughs) So it wasn't until I had a situation come up at my first full-time career, my dream job, working as a therapist in a day treatment setting with adolescents. Something happened. I'll never forget that day. I was beyond triggered. I was, I had a panic attack at work for the first time ever, you know, I had had what I assumed were maybe panic attacks looking back, but had never really put a name on it. But when it happened at work, when it started affecting my job, I knew I couldn't ignore it anymore. I wasn't sleeping. It would just toss and turn. There were nightmares. I was constantly agitated on edge I overthought about everything. You know that embarrassing thing you did in seventh grade? We're going to think about that every fucking night before we go to sleep. It was awful. So that's when I hired a therapist. You might be in a similar place right now. You're like, man, Jacqueline, I've been listening to your podcasts for the last couple of years. (laughs) I think this might be me. You know, you're starting to question, fuck, I think, you know, I have some type of anxiety. Now, I don't need you out there self-diagnosing, right? I thought that I had anxiety, but I didn't believe it until my therapist did that diagnostic assessment and told me, you have generalized anxiety disorder. Okay, 
I can accept that now. So don't, don't be self-diagnosing. That's not what we're here for. That's what the professionals do their job, right? But if you're in this boat, whether you know you have an anxiety disorder or you're like, man, a lot of shit's lining up here. That sounds like me. Let's talk about it. Let's dig through it. Why is it a problem? Okay, this is always the first question that I ask people. Because it only becomes an illness, a disorder, when it's disrupting your life. So I need you to get really crystal clear. How is it impacting your life? How would things be different if you didn't have these symptoms, right? Would you be able to get a full night's sleep? Would you have less nightmares? Would you feel less irritable? Would you stop the overthinking? Would you be able to rest? Right? Give your mind a break. Not constantly be obsessing over these thoughts and these what-ifs. Would you no longer be having what you believe to be our panic attacks? Heart palpitations, sweating, nausea, headaches, all of it. Get so clear. What would your life be like without these things? You know, how do you know that it's disrupting your life? Obviously, if you're having those things that I just listed off, it's not easy to function with that. When you have a headache every day, when you're nauseous all the time, when you're snapping on the people that you love, when you can't focus, right? Those are all reasons to do some healing. But if you don't even know why this is a problem yet, we got to get clear on that first, okay? After we know how it's disrupting our life, the next thing we need to go into is what stories am I telling myself that are keeping me in this place? Do you believe that you're not worth help? You know, there's therapists out there, and if you have an insurance plan, there is somebody who can work with you. Even if you don't have insurance, I work with people online every fucking day. I coach them through healing their anxiety. There are resources. If you are someone who is motivated and can be self-taught, get on the internet and the things out there for free, it is amazing. There are workbooks you can do. I mean, your options are endless. Okay, so it's taking that next look of like, how am I going to choose to manage this? Most of you aren't making that choice. You're like, yep, here's how my life's fucked. Okay, but you're stuck right there in that pity party of this sucks for me. I'm struggling and it's terrible and nobody can help me. So what is that story you're telling yourself that's keeping you in that place? Do you think nobody can help you? Do you think you're not worthy of help? Are you minimizing this shit, acting like it's not as difficult as it really is? What? What is the story? Okay? And then after that, you need to take action. You have to start catching yourself in negative thoughts. I'm a piece of shit. Nobody loves me. What if I'm never good enough? What if I'm never happy? What if I've lived with anxiety for the rest of my life? When those thoughts come up, and they will, 972 times a day, you have to catch it 
and reframe it. I am good enough. I'm worthy of getting help. And it won't always be like this. 972 times a day. Every time that thought comes up, you reframe it. Oh, you know, I did it 50 times. It's still not working. That doesn't work for me. Bullshit. Bullshit. It takes constant effort and practice. And honestly, can I just be tough with the love right now? (laughs) You're not willing to do it. How bad are you willing to let things get before you start fucking fighting back? For me, it was panic attacks on the regular. I'm talking weekly, if not daily. That was my rock bottom. That was it for me. What is it going to take for you? Maybe you haven't hit rock bottom yet. But fuck, if I have one piece of advice, don't wait. Don't wait until you hit rock bottom to start addressing these things. Man, if I could go back and do this all over again, I probably never would have stopped seeing that therapist that I had when I was 12 years old. I would have just worked with her forever. But between me and my family, we thought things were all right. I did a little grief counseling for the people that I had lost. And then I, you know, moved on with my life. I moved away from that therapist. So maybe that's true for you too. Maybe you're like, I've done the work. I've been in therapy before. I've done coaching programs. I've, I've read the books. I've listened to the podcasts. I've done the shit. That's great. The more resources and tools you have, the better off you're going to be. Your problem is... You're not applying it. You just absorb this information like a sponge and then you never utilize any of it. I see it all the fucking time. I literally just lectured my DBT group yesterday. I run a dialectical behavior therapy group on Tuesdays with grown adults with all kinds of mental health stuff going on. Now, DBT are are just healthy skills to use when you're in a crisis situation, right? I'm teaching them how to have effective, healthy relationships. I'm teaching them how to regulate strong emotions, have distress tolerance skills, all that good stuff. And yesterday I had to, I had to kind of chew them out a little bit. I came at their lives. I was like, you guys stop showing up for the game without going to practice. They're all staring at me like deer in headlights. I said, you show up for group. I know you haven't looked at your materials since last week. I know you're not practicing the skills that I'm teaching you. You know how I know? Because you're still in the same place as you were a month ago, two months ago. You're not fighting back. You're sitting here. You're listening to me. You're absorbing all the information. And then a week goes by until I see you again for our next DBT group. And you haven't practiced shit. So you just showed up to the game without going to a single practice. You can't do that. It doesn't fly. Think about this if this was football, basketball, baseball. Hey, coach, here for the game. Dude, you haven't been at practice in two months. What are you doing? Okay, that is your life. You're showing up to difficult crisis situations Expecting that you're going to be prepared to handle it when you haven't practiced? 
You're so unprepared because you're not practicing. Because everybody loves the game. Everybody wants to show up at life and just tackle it head on. That's the fun part. Practice is the grueling part, you know? Some days it's, it's hot and you're tired. And you, you push yourself so hard you end up throwing up. Nobody wants that. Everybody just wants to show up and be the star of the game. But you can't. You cannot be the star of the game without going to practice. So get that through your head. Right now, every fucking day I am showing up to practice. I force myself to move my body. Right? I change it up. I do things that feel good to me. I no longer follow rigid workout plans that make me fucking miserable. I've adapted it so that practice is enjoyable for me. I don't wait until my emotions are out of control to practice a healthy coping skill. I don't wait until I'm on the brink of a panic attack to practice deep breathing. I am constantly grounding myself, reframing negative thoughts. And doing my own healing work every day. Every day I'm showing up to practice in some form or another. So that when life hits, as it always does, when crisis happens, when I'm struggling, I'm ready. Because I've been at practice every day. Now if you can't say the same, there's your problem. That's where the struggle is. You're not going to practice. And the, and the game's just showing up every day, hitting you in the face. Because you're now out of shape, winded, tired, you know? Life is the game. And you have to show up. The game's going to happen whether you've practiced or not. Now, listen... It's so funny. I never, I, I shouldn't say never. I rarely get on here going, you know, I'm going to release some t- tough love on them. They need to hear this. Rarely is that my intention. <laughs> and it just gets to that place because I've fucking been there. I've been on the other side of these episodes. Listening to someone who's paving the way before me. Talk about it. And I'm shaking my head. Going, girl, you don't know what you're talking about. You're not living it. You don't know. Have you really been where I am? But my OGs, the people who have been around since the beginning, who watched me struggle through a year and a half of intensive therapy, my panic attacks, all of it, those people know. And I just wish someone would have said it to me like I'm saying it to you. Jacqueline, pick yourself up. Fucking fight back. What are you doing? What are you doing? You don't want it to be like this anymore? Great. All the tools and resources that you need to heal already exist. And the strength, it's already in you. Let me just tell you. Being on both sides of it, it is so much harder to live in that space that you're living in right now than it is to wake up and fight back. You think the fighting back is the hard part. No, being miserable, hating your life, 
that's the hard part. Man, that brings tears to my eyes because I will never forget the pain of that. Feeling like I was never going to know a life without anxiety. This is it for me. I'm an anxious person. I thought that that was going to be my reality. I had accepted that. Until I chose to fight back. Until I started healing. And I realized, holy shit. It doesn't have to be like that. I'm not doomed to a life with anxiety. Is it still going to creep up? Of course. Am I still going to have bad days? Absolutely. But those days used to be 10, 10 out of 10, 100%. That was, that was my reality all the time. Now, it's rare. Man, the struggle is rare. But you don't want to put in the work. And I can't make you do it. I'm here. I am here giving you all the resources and all the tools that you need. Go back. Listen to the podcast. Start from the beginning. Listen how I've transformed my life. It's all out there. Follow my Instagram. You know, like, man, I don't hold anything back. I got out there. I paved the path. And the people who are following it, the people who are healing and fighting back, man, watching their lives transform, that never gets old. I'm going to be around doing this for the rest of my fucking life because I live for that. I live to watch you all heal, to follow in those footsteps. Because when a woman comes to me and says, Jacqueline, it feels like you're speaking right to me. It's because I fucking am. Girl, I was on that side. I know. I hear you. I see you. I was you. I'm just 10 steps ahead of you. You know, I'm still fighting back. I'm still here doing it. I've just been doing it a little bit longer. So I need you to get past this idea that you're going to be healed tomorrow. That you're going to be healed a week from now. That you're going to be healed a month from now. It doesn't work like that. It's a choice. It's, it's every single day. The effort. And it doesn't just happen overnight. But let me tell you. I'm now almost, let's see, 12, 13, 14, almost 16 months without a fucking panic attack. I went all of 2019. After 2018 was the hardest year of my fucking life. After I exposed all of my wounds... And I had panic attacks on the regular. I did the fucking work. And now I get to reap the benefits. I don't have panic attacks anymore. I don't wake up in the middle of the night covered in sweat from a night terror. And when I decide to go to sleep at night, I actually fall asleep. I don't sit there and toss and turn and overthink. Because... I showed up to practice. And now I get to pass that on to you. So listen when I'm sharing this. I love this podcast. And if you weren't listening, 
I'd probably still just be here talking to nobody. But the truth is, you guys motivate me. You keep me fighting back. Because I just want to be that example. I want to be that light during your time of darkness. That thinks, man, Jacqueline, if she can do it, so can I. And I'm going to wake up every day. And when I'm struggling, I'm going to ask myself, what would Jacqueline do? Right? I tell my clients this all the time. I don't expect you to know what to do. But you've got my voice in your head. I know you do. So think about it. Okay. All right. I feel like I'm having a little bit of a pity party right now. What would Jacqueline say? Or turn this on. You know, tune into the podcast. Go check out my Instagram. Man, the amount of value and content that I am giving out in regards to your mental health. It's unreal. But I don't want you to struggle. It doesn't have to be like this. Breaks my heart when I hear people say, I'm going to have depression for the rest of my life. That might be true. That might be true. But the capacity to which it impacts you, that's up to you. That is your decision, your choice. What are you going to do about it? Fucking fight. Just don't stop. Don't stop fighting back. It's okay if you don't believe you're worth it yet. Someday soon you will. And you're going to be so grateful for the version of yourself right now, listening to the podcast, this, this current version of you. A year from now, when you look back on her and you're like, oh, yes, thank you. Thank you for making that choice for us to fucking fight. That was the hardest thing we've ever done. And I'm so proud of you. When I think about that terrified version of me, when I had that conversation with Derek, and I had that conversation with my family, and I said, I gotta start therapy. And I'm scared. I don't know what it's gonna do to me, and I don't know what kind of shit I'm gonna have to face, you know? And as the memories started coming up, and new traumas, and other things that I had to process, I was horrified. But when I look back on that version of Jacqueline, my heart overflows with gratitude and pride. Fuck, she was terrified. She was so scared. She was struggling so bad. She didn't want to get out of bed most days. She was not the woman that she had always imagined herself to be. And that just breaks my heart looking back at her, but for her to step up and say, I'm fighting because I'm worth it and we're going to fucking do this. Man, I am going to be forever grateful to her. I don't believe anything happens by chance. If you're listening to this today, it means this message was meant for you the universe, your higher power, whatever you believe in, knew you needed this message. I hope you're hearing it fully. 
I'm so proud of you already. Because I know right now you're making the choice. You're going, damn, she's right. I am worth it and I'm ready. I'm going to fight back. And that makes me so excited for you. (laughs) Because I know a month from now, six months from now, a year from now, you're going to message me. You're going to hit me up over on Instagram at the anxious therapist. And you're going to say, I did it. I showed up to practice every single day. And now I'm in the game and I am having the time of my life. I'm no longer overcome with anxiety. I know how to take care of myself. And I'm finally enjoying my life. And on that day, (laughs) because I'm the most emotional person in the world, (laughs) I'm going to cry with you. Happy tears. And I'm going to beam with pride for you. I can't wait for you to meet that future version of yourself. The one who's confident, strong. The one who took her mask off and isn't pretending anymore. I can't wait for you to meet her. Or him. (laughs) They are so excited for you to begin this journey so that you can start living up to your potential. You guys are amazing. And I can't wait to see you in the next episode.